Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special broadcast of the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. We're so grateful that we can all be here together. It's a, it's a, a beautiful Wednesday. Lots of noise in the background. They're trying to put tables up and stuff, so hopefully you're not able, to, not hearing that too loudly. Um, we have some special guests here today. Um, Jim, do you want to go ahead and introduce them? Sure. We have uh, moderators from uh, NIADA and their 20 groups. We have uh, Bill Elizondo and Ben Goodman, who are uh, uh, executive moderators and just all around good guys who are lucky enough, or we're lucky enough to have them with us. And uh, so we want to uh, share with our listeners a little bit about what happens in uh, uh, at NIADA and what, how it relates to uh, being a 20 group and especially a 20 group that is attached to a nonprofit organization. And so we have lots of uh, interesting things to talk about, but we, uh, we uh, are happy to have them here. So uh, let's just open up with, uh, Bill, if you want to share with me a little bit. First, um, let's get you up on the microphone a little bit. I think most people It's a little intimidating, isn't it? I got to tell you. We'll we'll try out this music there. Yes. Let's make sure first, uh, for our listeners who haven't had a chance to meet you, you want to share a little bit about your background, how you came to be in the place that you are. Sure. Absolutely. Um, 31 years in the business. I've been in the buy here, pay here business, uh, working for Car Financial, uh, America's Car Mart. Superior Auto then uh, had a, a consulting and training uh, operation with AFS Dealers, uh, another company, and then came over to NIDA. I wasn't planning to come to NIDA initially. Um, I just wanted to be a, a temporary or maybe a, an interim moderator for a short period of time. And uh, I think they saw my resume and they said, hey, hooked. They, they liked what they saw. And I said, okay, you know what? Uh, this is the National Association. So, yep. you know, uh, why not? This is a, it's a, the greatest uh, opportunity for anybody to be able to work for a nonprofit national organization. Yeah. I think it's a great thing. And uh, Bill and I have known each other for a time. And I can share with you that not only does he know various aspects of the car space, he's also just a big relationship. <laughs> so he's somebody who is big on building relationships, yeah. getting to know people, and obviously can better help people in that in that way. Uh, ben, why don't you give us a little bit about your background, how you came to be uh, with NIADA and what your car background is. Sure. I'm, I'm not quite as old as Bill is. So, yeah, right. so I've only got 28 <laughs> years in the, uh-huh. in, in the business. And I started off, gosh, I, I started off uh, with Citigroup on their uh, subprime finance arm. Spent about 16 years there. Left Citigroup and uh, went to Byrider. Uh, sorry, J.D. Byrider at the time, I guess. They did a rebranding since then. But uh, J.D. Byrider in, in 2010, spent about 10 years there. And uh, started with NIADA about a year ago. You know, I got... I got a couple phone calls. One of those phone calls was from Chris Leadham. You guys might know who Chris Leadham yeah. is. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Chris called me up and said, hey, you, re- you ready for the big stage? And I said, uh-huh. bring it on, baby. Let's go. Nice. Very, very good. Um, Jim's taking some audio visual. Those of you who are um, listening in, uh, we we weren't able to get this uh, broadcast over the speakers. And so we've got a lot of people here that are all getting cozied up to the to the table to be able to hear what it is that we're saying we're really grateful that we could we could be here with y'all today um jim we were uh we were discussing earlier today with gordy too about uh nada and and where we're going um as as an organization and and when i say we um one of the things that that i've really appreciate about nada people may or may not be members but nada works for everybody 
And so member or not, there is a lot that has, um, has been done and a lot that uh, can be attributed to this organization. And, um, and we just, you know, first off, I just want to express my appreciation as sure. someone who's um, helping teach dealers you know, everything you guys do. Yeah, you know, I think that's a great point. When I when I decided to come over to to NIADA, I did a little bit of research on the independent dealer, and at the time, I read a, I believe it was a Cox report, but uh, there was about fifty five thousand independent dealers in the space um, across the country. And boy, what a what a voice! Think about all the people that are employed by fifty five thousand dealers mm -hmm. across across the the country, all of the jobs, all of the power, all what we do for our communities, what we do for our customers, right? Mm -hmm. What I really love about this association is that we have that presence in DC and really the lobbyists that we're the lobbying we're able to do on behalf mm -hmm. of the dealer. I just think it's so important. All the all the issues that we're able to kind of get involved in, memberships up uh, for the association for the first time in a while, uh, which is really exciting to be a part of. So yeah. Yeah. Let's talk 20 groups. Yeah, and uh, and in that context, I would say we we like the idea that NIADA as an association is a steward of education, right? We want to make sure so there's and, and within that um, stewardship or within that education is compliance, which is a big piece of you know what we want dealers to to learn. And we also recognize, for the sake of our audience, we we recognize that within the work that you gentlemen do, there's there's buy here pay here. There's independent retail. There's some finance company stuff out there as well. Mm -hmm. yep. So we might talk about that. Bill, you want to speak to, let's first talk about what is a 20 group. Just make sure those listeners who are tuning in might not sure. be familiar. We'll make sure they understand what a 20 group is and how, how people can benefit. 20 group is a member of uh, dealers anywhere from 15 to 20. We, we want to get up to 20. Um, and uh, we have uh, all the dealers speak in a room uh, that uh, they can speak freely. Uh, it's uh, almost like a board of directors is what we mm -hmm. kind of call it. Uh, we look at financials, we go through topics, we discuss different situations and, and circumstances that are happening within the dealership themselves. And the dealers themselves are the ones that are talking. Uh, as moderators, we're just there to kind of make sure the conversation continues to grow. Uh, if there's a, if there's a uh, question or something that they ask us because of the experience that we might have, uh, we, we would answer those questions. But for the most part, it's the, the members and the dealers that are going to talk about what their experiences are, what's happening. And they're sharing the most open things that they might not have ever share with a, another guy that's right down the street from them. It's a safe space. Yeah. It's a very safe yeah. space. So, I, you know, that's, I think that's the biggest part of what uh, 20 Groups is all about. Uh, and yes, we have a number of different 20 Groups. We have service 20 Groups uh, for buy here, payer, and retail. Right. Uh, we've got lease here, pay here, um, uh, right. uh, 20 groups. So we get the finance group, uh, mm -hmm. and then of course, buy here, pay here and retail. So, and I might just want to reaffirm that when you talk about the safe space, what we're really talking about is a group of peers. So these dealers are similar in profile typically, right? And then they're not in typically in a competing region. Like right. the, the members have to vote to allow somebody in. So, so we want to make sure that we're able to speak freely in that room, that we don't have a competitor yeah. from across that, town. That's exactly yeah. right, Jim, because you're sharing financial information and you're sharing, sharing, you know, I mean, there's a lot of basic blocking and tackling in our businesses, right? Mm -hmm. But there's some trade secrets that we have. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you don't want to share that with the guy across the street. Right. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about safe space. And when you think about, you know, the 20 group, Program. If you just think about what's happened over the last couple of years with the pandemic, it seems like there's always going to be some type of challenging, right. you know, challenge issue that we've got that we're dealing with right now um, in our space. And having peers in a room to be able to talk about 
you know, how are we going to face these challenges and what are we going to implement and ever to, sure. able to overcome that? It's super powerful because these guys, the folks in the room are going through the exact same thing that you're going through right now and be able to kind of talk about that. It's, it's just, it's really powerful. Right. Very good. So I think um, when we think about this in the context of what I call a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T for those not familiar. So you got strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So if I look at the, you know, and again, our audience is really buy here, pay here. Sure. And so when we think about for the challenges that we face in buy here, pay here, I think we're all familiar with cost of car. Now we got fuel prices on top of that. We got some compliance to think about. What are you guys seeing in your 20 groups as it relates to the challenges that we currently face? You know, I think that uh, you, you nailed uh, a few of them that are continuously talked about mm -hmm. uh, right now, especially, and I think compliance with the safeguard rule uh, that is right. going to be coming into play in December. Uh, that's another big part of it as well. Um, but we're also talking about employees and, and how to retain your employees. What, what do you need to do differently? Sure. What are they doing differently? I mean, you know, we never really looked at, at the employees themselves as closely as we do now uh, to kind of make sure that we retain them. Because I think in the bigger scheme of things, you know, how much does it cost to actually have to continue to hire somebody each and every time right. and find somebody and that the time and the, the, uh, the challenge is there. So uh, those are those are the biggest ones. And, and Ben probably has a few others that, that he can probably throw in as well. Yeah, you know, I think the the past couple of years, when we first when we first started facing this this pandemic, everyone was very concerned about what was going to happen with our business. And what we found was we really had a pretty good couple of years, right? right. Overall, especially on our related finance company side. Mm -hmm. Well, it's been a little easy. There's been a lot of money in households, right? Mm -hmm. And now today, that money's not there. And guess what's starting to happen? And we all been predicting it. We knew it was going to start coming, but repos are starting to come up. Right. right. Delinquency starting to come up. And in our business, it, it always feels this way. In our business, it's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. Right? right. Always. And guess what has not been squeaking for the last two years? Our related finance company. So for me, that is the biggest challenge I think we're facing right now. We've got to deal with that. We've got to deal with the inflation that you mentioned a few minutes ago. And then your cost of funds are going to go up. Right. You got to think about what your cost of funds and what's that going to do to your business. So I think really really doing a, a, a solid projection model, rolling into uh, what your business is going to look like for 2023, understanding the financial outlook where we're at right now and, and how you're going to plan your business because sure. things are going to change for sure. sure. So if I think about that in the context of the way I think about it, when I go call on dealers, if you're a dealer in Pennsylvania and you're a dealer in Illinois, your customers are facing the same kind of challenges. Yeah. You're, you're, you're as a dealer, you're facing the same challenge. Your customers are really the same. They may yep. have different last names and drive right. a different car, but they have a similar thread, right? So when I think about that in our context, and I think about inside a 20 group, we use the phrase best practices. Yes. So what is best practice? You're telling me what's, what's working for you over there is something I should know about because it's probably a practice I could uh, implement in my own business and expect similar results. Absolutely. Is that the way you guys think about best practices? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, ben. no, absolutely. That's exactly what's happening. And that's the power for me. That's the power of a 20 group is being able to leverage those best practices. We're all facing the same challenge. You just, you just nailed it. We're all facing the same challenges. We all have the same, a similar customer base, right? right? Because that's the niche we're in. Right. And how we're, how we're facing those challenges. Well, the guy in Pennsylvania, he might've learned something that the guy in Illinois hasn't learned yet. Right. Right. And then we're going to we're going to put that together. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I don't care to share it with you because you're in Illinois. Right. Yeah. And I'm right. in Pennsylvania. It's yeah. OK. I have jokingly said this when I've traveled and you guys will appreciate it. I've said that when I go out and do uh, visits, one of the things I can expect somebody to say to me in the course of a visit is, you know, as somebody on the staff management team will say, Jim, what you don't understand is our customers around here are just different. <laughs> 
Well, guess what? They're not. Your dealers, are, your customers are having the same challenges that his customers are facing, and they might have a little different dialect, but they have the same thread everywhere I go. It's the same, and so you guys are seeing the same. I'm sure. Yeah, they're running in the same circles, seeing in a lot of cases. You know, same challenges. Uh, and challenges that, and that's the. the the biggest thing you know they're they're shopping at the same places they're talking to the same people so right. you know they're having some of the same issues you know and but that's been the way it's been forever you know i i i would agree with you you know it's it, people always try to tell me it's a little different over here no i, I can tell you you know being in this business for as long as i have mm -hmm. and and yes you know i am a little bit older than ben but yeah. you know uh that has given me a little bit more of the experience of being able to know around the country that they're all the same right mm -hmm. yeah i've the, worked uh, from uh, anywhere from california all the way out to georgia and everywhere in between so right you know knowing those individuals they're not different at all yeah so you know what is different though here's what's different the difference is the leadership in our stores mm -hmm. yeah it's different that's true. all yeah. right so we've you know the customer base whether it's urban suburban or rural it's all mm -hmm. the same but our people in our stores make the difference. Sure. That's where the difference is. Sure. What I would say is we navigate these challenges in our industry, right? All these things we touched on that are challenging for dealers right now. Then the compliance piece that you touched on, you know, that's also there. So our ability to navigate those things, we, we rely on a strong association to provide us all of the the resources that we need, education, training, you know, whatever it's going to look like to, to help us navigate these weird times. Sure. And we are in, I mean, my 20 plus years in buy here, pay here, this is, we've come through the strangest period that I certainly have known. And so we've, we've got some weird stuff to navigate. And so having some peers and some people that we can lean on and work through those things together makes a lot of sense to me. Sure. It's educating the dealer themselves. You know I mean? I think that's the biggest part of, of a lot of things that we do is it's, the education that they get that passes down to the employees that passes down to even at that point in time, the customers understanding right. and being able to understand what they're trying to accomplish. That's huge sure. in this business. And, you know, it's the education that we're trying to, you know, it's kind of funny. I had a, uh, uh, somebody stopped by our booth yesterday and they were talking to me and they said, yeah, you know, I've been in business for 20 years and, uh, but I've never gotten to a 20 group and, you know, just didn't see the, you know, the value of being in a 20 group and, Trying to, you know, I, I didn't try to sell them. I wasn't trying to sell them. It was, it was actually, he said, you know, it's only my wife said that it was not an expense that we wanted to have. And, but says, I know that it's a value. And I told him, he says, ask me some questions that you think I should answer. So I asked him a couple of questions and one he answered and the other was like, gosh, I, don't, I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's just about either delinquency or some financial information that, you know, for the most part, the members of a 20 group, they'll know what that answer is and they'll know what, everybody else in that 20 groups uh, answer would be as well, because right. that's the the value of being able to have that education at that same sure. time. Seems like, seems like every 10, 12 years we go through this cycle and we have a, we have a paradigm shift in our business model. Right. And I'm sure a lot of folks in here can remember back in the day when, uh, you know, when you're, when you were selling cars and, and you, you were selling your whole AC, you got your down payment covered, the whole cost of the car mm -hmm. and everything was profit on top of that. And that's what you were financing. Right. Well, every once in a while, every 10, 12 years, we have this paradigm shift in, in our business model. And guess what? It's happening today. You know, prices, prices on our vehicles have went up. We've had to make adjustments to that. Do you want to be on your own and trying to navigate through this on your own? Or do you want to have some partners right. helping you navigate through, through, these, through these shift in markets? Sure. And that's really what I think 
a 20 group does. Yeah. And I've been a member of a 20 group myself, like as a dealer myself years ago, I was involved in a group and I, I have some appreciation for what that value is, sure. right? We, I certainly got a lot of value and continued to go to that. And I want to ask if you guys, I know Bill, you and I talked about this. I might ask Ben, if I, see if I'm right about this. My perspective on what a moderator can do is if I'm a, if I'm a dealer, I'm a member of your group. You might not know the business better than I know. You, you certainly probably won't know my business better than I know my business, but you probably know my numbers as well or better than I know my number. Is that fair? That that's fair because 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 you're in the weeds. You're 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 in the trenches, right? You're mm -hmm. it's the whole forest for the trees thing, right. right? So it's really great to have a second set of eyes to kind of sit back and go, oh man, look at these trends here. You should watch this because sure. this is trending in the wrong direction. Or if I compare this to where the rest of the market's at. And we should watch that too. Right. And I have the advantage of not just one dealership right. or one or one group. I'm seeing hundreds sure. and I'm talking to thousands of dealers across the country. So you, you know, that I think that's a big advantage that I have as a moderator to be able to help you understand what the market trends are doing. Yeah. And I hope that takes people inside what the real value can be of a 20 group is when you've got that moderator who does see all the stuff, then there's a couple of things that happen there it helps adjust the bs meter you know when people are out there saying you know right. things that uh, you know that they're facing a challenge and, and they don't have a solution you you know there are solutions you know there are ways and it helps us get past that stuff and not kind of accept this excuse you know if you know sometimes that, they're just that, excuses right that's exactly so right. we have to get past that and start to focus on solutions and that's part of what a 20 group can definitely do for you yeah, and, and it's it and it's a really successful proven model. I mean, twenty groups started in uh, what was it, Bill? Nineteen forty-six. Forty-six. Yes. I mean, it, twenty groups have been around for yeah, a really sure. long time. You don't have you don't have a a entity around that long unless it's working, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You'll hear testimony from all kinds of people who have been in twenty groups. Almost everyone I've ever talked to said, "Oh, it's the best decision I've ever made in my whole career and mm -hmm. my whole life." And you know, you bring one idea in and take twenty ideas away with you. And that's mm -hmm. that's the that's the benefit of. It. That's very good. Yeah, we, we uh, with a lot of the dealers that we've talked to that are members of a 20 group that's like the best decision ever. We learned, learned so much. And so, you know, what we're trying to do is educate people about what the benefits are and sure. trying to, to, to um, create a better opportunity for people to step in sure. because it, it really is, it's, it's a very nice uh, compliment to what Jim and I do as well as we're out there trying to teach people yeah. and it's, it's just, it's a really good yeah, and when partnership. You, you know, just to kind of add on to that, when you, when we're in the room, that is another benefit is that we're understanding what the challenges are directly from the dealers. Mm -hmm. So when we're creating content and creating education, it's specific to what our dealers actually need. It's yeah. not just something we're throwing yeah. up against the wall and just seeing if it sticks. It's, man, this is what I need. This is what the challenge is right now. How do we create education in order to help help folks overcome those challenges. Absolutely. And, and the members make the decision as to the conversations that they have, you know, the, the, uh, the discussions, uh, we will facilitate and be able to at least maybe guide them in certain directions that, that might help and, you know, continue to guide them into those answers, mm -hmm. that insight. And I think it's just, you know, uh, between Ben and Ed and I, and, and, you know, so the retail moderator, Ed Curry, um, We've got over a hundred years of experience just in this business, you know. So you know well, whether that just means we're old. <laughs> it does. It does mean we're old. Join the crowd. But but that's okay. You know, I, I think everybody expects you know and, and wants to have someone that has that kind of experience, that, that kind of value that they bring to the table. It's that's a really so, great place to have someone that can be a mentor. You talked about value. I got to yeah. ask for our audience here in the room. I got to ask of those who are dealers, if you had a chance to buy 
a car for 2,500 that you knew would sell for 5,000, would you buy it? Yes or no? Hands up? Yeah, double hands. So double. Two to one, <laughs> if you could double your money on the cost of a car, you would buy the car. So we, we would probably apply that same thing to education. If you could buy training for a dollar that was going to translate into $2 in your business, we probably would do that. So for some reason, some of us don't do that. But That's, we buy the cars. I, I'm, I'm going to use that from now on. That, that is fantastic. Well, it's wow. A, but do you, don't you find it a lot of times it's, it's I don't know what I don't know? Right. Right. Yes. So I, I'm in my space. I'm in my lane. And, man, I'm really smart. I'm the I'm the smartest guy in the table. I'm the smartest guy in the room, right? We've all heard that. But if you're the only guy in the room, yeah. then, yeah. well, I'm sure. not sure how much good that's doing. Right. That's that's actually a conversation that we have frequently. Yeah. We One of our specialties is, is bringing people into the business. Sure. And so we do a launch consulting package. And and it's uh, it's been really interesting to me as the novice uh, that how many that say, I don't I had no idea. I had no, I, I didn't even know what questions to ask. And as, as we, as we walk them through this process, it's like, oh my goodness, that's a thing. Yes, that's a thing. You, you know, we need to make right. sure that we cover these different bases. It's, right. it's, they don't, they typically don't, even if they've been in the business for a long time, if they've never taken advantage of education, they may not know what questions to ask still. Sure. And some, and, and some yeah. of it is that, um, man, we've got a lot going on. Yeah. You know, you're a dealer, you're in your store, you're in your dealership, and there is a lot going on. You might be short-staffed, you're trying to sell cars, or you're trying to figure out why you can't sell cars, you can't you can't collect your paper, you're trying to figure all that kind of stuff out, and it's like, I do not have time to, to, to get the education I need. I do not have time to do that training, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of the old axiom, we all say, well, do you, do you have time not to do it? And that's really where you got to think about that, but, but the, the problem is, is how do you how do you find the time and how do you justify the time? And I think that's what we see a lot. I, I look at it as if you don't have the time and you say, I don't have the time to work out, well, then you're not going to work out, you yeah. know, and, and, and it kind of goes hand in hand and, and to exactly. Yeah, what why are you said, looking point. at me when you say that, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, Ben is doing a, he's doing his own when he wants to. Well, we know, to. we know that Bill is swimming every morning. If, um, if you guys are up with the crack of dawn, he's out in a pool somewhere doing his laps. So yes. But, but my point is <laughs> that, thank you. But my point is, is that the bottom line is, is you can make time for what you really want to and what you feel is the most important Amen. to you. Yeah. Amen. Right? So, you know, yeah. that, and if it's not important to you, well, then your business is not that important to you. And that's the thing that you have to wake up. You, you wake up, you, you wake up saying, I'm going to win today and I'm going to learn something and I'm going to get better at what I'm going to do. Yeah. It's, it's the, I like how you put that. It's really interesting. We find time, we find time for the things that matter. Sure. to us. Absolutely. And so we can find time to watch reality television for, you know, do whatever a Netflix marathon on the weekend um, it's, because it's something that we want to do. Absolutely. And so it's, it is, I, uh, I like that. That's, it's, it's about prioritizing. Yes. Um, sure. Yeah. Very true. So, and I watch TikTok because I'm always looking for new ways <laughs> to do does. brisket or whatever the thing's going to uh, be, right? The so, things he learns, yeah. the things he brings <laughs> up, and he's, he's got like a whole file of, honey, I wanted to show this to you, it's but you were asleep. <laughs> it's all in the context of education. I'm learning. So, <laughs> yeah. I just um, saw you smile again. 
Oh, yeah, you did! I know. It's, it's like, rare. It happens. Very, yes. very yeah. rare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should somebody get a photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of those things. I think what Michelle and I talk about a lot is this idea of working on your business, sitting in your business, and we know because I was a dealer myself. Mm -hmm. I know how challenging it can be. You go to the twenty group meeting, you get these ideas, you want to implement, and, and dealers have told us they come back and for two weeks they're supercharged, and then you know things kind of fall back into the rhythm. And so where Michelle and I come in is kind of more on the implementation piece to help of out with that. you know kind yeah. of. Help to make sure we follow through so that's that's a struggle for a lot of not just buy here payer dealers but just entrepreneurs in general have yeah. trouble implementing the things that they know they want to do and should do and yeah. and i will say that i'm sorry ben uh, but i i think ben and i and ed uh we do a very good job of a follow-up uh, we okay. know that happens mm -hmm. i mean you mm -hmm. know it, it probably happens to some of us just sure. as much mm -hmm. you know I, any one of us at any point in time but it's that continuous follow-up and that continuous conversation and, and discussion that is always very important. And I can tell you for, for a fact that I know Ben does a fantastic job with all of his members, you know, talking with them, continuously having conversations with them. Uh, I've got you know, specific Facebook groups that are just for the members themselves. So mm -hmm. we have conversations through that. Nice. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's the way that we have those, you know, direct conversations without having to go and just make a phone call. Sometimes it's just a quick question someone mm -hmm. wants to ask. And so it kind of gets set up that way. So there's always a little touch. That's that we, beautiful. We're doing. Yes. Yeah. That's good. very, very good. Sorry, Ben, go ahead. No, no, I, no, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's, you know, when you go out and consult with someone, whether it's a 20 group or a consultation or it's, or it's uh, just some type, an educational class, whether it's on site or virtual, right. Mm -hmm. We do all of that kind of stuff and you're spot on Jim. We, we have all these great plans and we've written, we've taken pages of notes and we're going to go back and we're going to implement all this stuff when we get back to our dealerships and then life happens. Right. You know, life happens at our dealership and we're still short staffed and we still have all these issues that are going on in our dealerships and it doesn't take very long to forget that excitement. So it's really when, when you're, when you, if you really want to get the right kind of education, you have to have the accountability follow up. It has to be a part of that education package, whether it's 20 groups, consulting, or whatever the education is. Mm -hmm. It's super important. Yeah, and I think um, we all understand, we've heard the expression that training doesn't cost, it pays, right? So in theory, going back to what I said about the value, we, we're looking for return on investment. We're looking to make sure that the time that we spend and the dollars that we spend mm -hmm. to participate in those things, that they're going to produce dividends for us. And we know that they will. Uh, we know that dealers do glean enough from other members in those settings that there's enough rich, actionable information there to be able to, to, to put that in their business. Right. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And, and honestly, it's the, it's the drinks after the meeting, yeah. you know, it's the lunch uh, in yeah. between it's, it's the hallway talks that really matter. Yeah. I mean, we, you start generating all these ideas in the meeting, but, but it's those one-on-one -on -one conversations with your sure. mentors or with your peers within the dealer 20 groups yeah. that happen after the meeting yeah. that, that are really powerful. So they can go to a dealer and say, man, you're over on the left side with your inventory turn. How do you do that? Yeah. You know, yeah. what's happening? Yeah. So you drill yeah. a little deeper That's exactly right. over a cocktail. Oh, right. yeah, absolutely. Right. And you know what? And that conversation just flows from there. Mm -hmm. uh, and then brings more ideas back to the meeting even the next day. And, you know, here's something I learned. Here's something I gleaned. Because every member in, in the 20 groups – they want to help everybody else. Sure. Mm. There's not one that does not want to help the other. Uh, they right. they want to make sure that they're guiding this other member and saying, hey, I'm going to give you my best practice and best experience because mm -hmm. I want you to succeed just right. like I want to succeed. Right. And, and, and we hear that all the time. Yeah. And there's no there, and listen, there's no better BS detector than, than the other dealers in the right. room. Right. 
So if you're, if you're probably serves some lively conversation, if, if I'm you're sure. embellishing just a yeah. little bit on your numbers, <laughs> yeah. you are going to get called out over drinks. I yeah. promise you. That's, that's yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That is one of the beautiful things. I mean, just with 20 groups, but also with, with the conventions, all of that is there's, there's a value of being in the room when you're talking about the things or listening to um, a speaker, but there is so much value that happens outside of the room when absolutely. you're with your peers and you can have those conversations and, and learn new things. Sure. Absolutely. And, and I going to say one other thing is that when we, have an opportunity to talk to the members themselves after the meeting or at some other point in time they're asking us questions they, they want to kind of reach out to us and they're always maybe a little concerned well is this something that you know i can ask you that you know i get do i get charged for this no right. that's who we yeah. are we're yeah. just there to help you you know i i don't think that i think there's plenty of dealers and members and people that are not part of 20 groups that come to me and ask me questions and i'm more than willing to answer yeah. any question i don't have an issue with any part of that you want to know something, and if I know it, I'm going to help you because that's what we're here to do. We're, we are those ones that are just going to help guide you through the right and in the right direction because mm -hmm. we don't have any, anything that's backing us yeah. other than it's a nonprofit that gives us the opportunity to not have to sell you anything. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Good. Well, we are about ready to, to wrap. We need to wrap up here. I'm hearing applause from another room right now. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything else, parting thoughts before we finish up? <laughs> no, actually, Bill, Bill's going to turn to me because he's at a loss right now. So <laughs> I, I got you. Bill. Doubt, I, Does that I, happen I, very I, often? It, no, oh, it, it doesn't. Wow. Well, you know, I, I know want to make Bill, sure I had the last word. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Well, if you know Bill, a lot of things go over his head. So uh, <laughs> it's only because I'm a little short, but that's okay. So, no, I, I don't worry about that. I just get them in the pool, and then we're about yeah. the same height. At yeah, that point. exactly. Yeah. Anytime I've been together with these guys, this is the way it works. So. Yep, it's awesome. Uh, Jim, Michelle, really appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, giving us some time to talk a little bit today. It's 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 been great, and uh, man, I just can't say enough about about the association itself. I'm I'm really excited. I'm coming up on my first year anniversary mm -hmm. with the association, and um, it's been a fantastic ride so far. I'm looking forward to many many more years. Uh, the dealer group, the dealer twenty groups, are just we're growing, um, especially on the retail side, which which is fantastic. We've got a lot of different groups that are coming up. We've got some express groups we're going to be building. Uh, it, it's really exciting times right now. So I just thank you guys for the opportunity to talk a little bit and, and really appreciate it. We uh, we are here in uh, the context of our Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. We call it the BHPH morning show. It's only a month or two in existence. And we've already had Bill. Really, right? It's, it's hard to believe it started well, in Well, hold May. on, because I heard this morning it's going to be called the Buy Here, Pay Here. Oh, no, no. They're, they're, yes Buy and here, no. Pay nation uh, you know i was on the mm -hmm. show this morning yeah uh the morning show is going to stick around uh, I, yeah. that's good but we're launching something called the nation the nation yeah. and you know what i think that's fantastic and, and you guys you. are welcome oh the oh, morning yeah. show we we've already had you on as a guest we want to have ben join you us really? on the morning show <laughs> yeah, yeah. well they, <laughs> well, they, they you know when they're new they, they just got to get whoever they can get bill now they like some real talent <laughs> Yeah, it never oh. So no, it's been a treat to have you guys here. Absolutely. We know, we Thank know you, you very guys much. always. You're welcome. You know, Absolutely. We uh my respect for you is is uh goes a long way. So Thank we you. just have fun. We're yeah. just having fun yeah. every time. And, and Absolutely. The smoked uh smoked uh, old, old fashioned. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yep. They're our favorites. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna let you all go. Thank, Thank you. you again so much for joining us. And um we will be broadcasting again in about an hour. Um, and so if you want to come and join, we'd love to have you come and join us then as well. So have a great day, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you.
Uh, absolutely. Got you. Peace out.